WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, good morning, good morning, folks. Not in my backyard. Not in my backyard. Let the games begin. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is a genius. He has the mayor of New York City and the governor of New Jersey, still cordial for now, but New Jersey is telling New York, oh, not here, come get your migrants. New Jersey is so serious that New Jersey has deployed police officers to make sure that the dumped migrants in Secaucus are sent straight to Nueva York. Governor Murphy might as well just go ahead and wash his hands clean. This is part of the Murphy quote that you are about to hear. Now, listen, folks, to what I always say for political reporters. We have to pay attention to every word. You're going to hear this. It's a little muffled, but I want you to hear what Governor Murphy has to say. Right. As it relates to the migrants. And where they may be, Murphy says, quote, there is a plan in place and for the migrants to go. Then he slips in there. New York has the federal resources. It's clear where the resources are right now. I want you to listen to Murphy. Pay close attention. What he's saying is, Adams, come get your migrants. Don't even think that you're going to leave them here. There is a plan in place, and that is that New York City has the federal resources, and that's been deemed to be a location, a destination. That's where these folks, again, I'm not supporting the current immigration reality in America right now, and I'm certainly not supporting stunts from governors like Greg Abbott, but it's clear where the resources are right now. Uh, and we're in constant communication with New York, and we will continue to do it. It's clear where the resources are right now. The situation at Harvard. Claudine Gay claims she fell, quote, unquote, victim, you knew it was coming, to a well-laid trap that ended her Harvard presidency. This as the Reverend Al Sharpton is set to lead a National Action Network picket outside the Manhattan office of Bill Ackman. Ackman, of course, is the billionaire that has led the battle against Claudine Gay, against Harvard over anti-Semitism. And according to Sharpton's people, the protest is over Ackman's assault on DEI against diversity, equity, and inclusion. Ackman, a billionaire, Sharpton protesting outside his office at noon today, 12 hours from now. Mayor Eric Adams took a moment to brag Wednesday 
that New York City is not as bad as Los Angeles. And uh, the mayor even held up a photo. And I want you to listen to what Mayor Adams had to say regarding this. This is another city in America. This is another city in America. This is what I saw (laughs) when I was driving around the city January 1st, 2022. This is an example of another city in America. This is what this is what you threw up your hands. Fires burning on the street, children out here. There are no toilets. <laughs> this is go look at other cities. And look at what we inherited when I put in place our homeless encampment task force. You don't see this in New York. And there are those who say, I'm harsh because I don't allow this to exist. That's what I'm fighting against. (laughs) You want this in front of your house? Do you want this in front of your house? You want your children to see this? This is what you want your children to see? Not why I'm mayor. Selective memory, Mr. Mayor. Selective memory. Also, as it relates to the presidential campaign, Chris Christie appeared on The View Wednesday, and he claims that Nikki Haley wants the number two spot so bad that she would eat glass to be Trump's VP pick. Give DeSantis credit for this. He said he would not take vice president under Trump under any circumstances. I've said I wouldn't take vice president under Trump. Nikki Haley won't say it. And I talked to a politician in South Carolina this weekend who knows her really well. And I said, am I reading this wrong? And he said to me, Governor, she would eat glass to get the vice presidential nomination under Trump. That's how ambitious she is. So Alyssa, look, I'd be happy to support someone who had two traits. They had a better chance of beating Trump than I did. And they were actually willing to campaign against Trump. And maybe he's unwilling to say it. Poor Chris Christie. But he appeared on The uh, View on Wednesday. Let's go ahead. We see your calls already. But let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. 800-848-WABC. 800-848-9222. You can also reach me on social media. On X, on Twitter, at Dominic TV. I may use some of your uh, comments live on Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV. So New Jersey is so determined, determined to avoid getting caught up in the New York City migrant mess that New Jersey and Secaucus, and you can always see the cops there, but they are deploying those police officers, transit cops, specifically for the goal to make sure that asylum seekers get on that train to New Ever York, to Manhattan-bound trains, for that five- to seven-minute ride from Secaucus to Midtown Manhattan. They're making sure in New Jersey that the Big Apple doesn't dump the out-of-control migrant mess on the Garden State, and you can't blame them. You cannot blame them. Again, Governor Murphy stating to reporters there is a plan in place, and New York has the federal resources. It's clear that's where the resources are right now. In other words, he's saying get out. Go to New York. 
You're not welcomed here. Period. Let's start with your telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Steve in New York City. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. All right, Dominic. And why don't they just extend the 7 train into New Jersey and make the whole thing easier? Um, listen, these there are plenty of illegals in New Jersey. Phil Murphy's not kidding anybody with this. They, they just want more money from the federal government. There is no way of stopping it. The people in this audience, you've already lost your country. They're not deporting anybody. There's over 35 million illegals inside this country, and they just flood the system to destroy the system and then use the system to destroy the system to the court systems. That's what they're doing now. And if you turn around and you look around in New York City, you see illegals all over the place. Well, because they're getting all the big, juicy welfare programs now. Now, Dominic, I'm going to say something that was said years ago. And this audience was told about it. They, they rehearsed it every day, and they refused. They turned on this person. They were told to go Buchanan, go. And they turned this audience now is complaining about illegals. They turned on Pat Buchanan. And I told them, there'll, there'll come a time when you will regret it, and you've lost your country. Steve, I, I, I hear you. It's an ongoing situation, but you cannot blame Murphy for not wanting to inherit this mess. He's representing his people. Let's go to Joe in Lindbrook. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, how are you? Well, I want to start with one thing. This whole thing with the professor in Harvard, the president? Yes. Okay. Al Sharpton is involved, correct? Yes, now he is. Yeah, well, that had nothing to do with her being... A black female, okay. That had to do with what she said, uh, you know, at the uh, hearing and her plagiarizing. I I agree with you, Joe. What, what what's your point here? The point is, anything that Al Sharpton touches, you know, it's a farce. Well, I I'm gonna say, Joe, uh, and I know it doesn't go over well with this audience uh, on this issue. Uh, Reverend Sharpton is dead wrong. He is dead wrong. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, but wait, wait, wait. What I'm about to say, I know you're not going to agree with. Um, I, I know that the mainstream community does not like this, but whether, but whether you like it or not, Al Sharpton is perhaps the leader in black America. But on this issue, on this, and, and other communities don't have the right to tell African-Americans who to make their leader, whether you like that individual or not. But on this issue, and no one knows uh, Reverend Sharpton better than me. I've had a personal relationship longer than I've had a relationship with Eric Adams. Public, private, partying, whatever, whatever term you want to use. Protest, when he was stabbed, I was the first journalist, me and Mike McAlary, that was allowed at the uh, Coney Island Hospital to speak to him when they didn't know if he was going to make it. Uh, so, on, But on this one, Joe, he is dead wrong. It's not race-related. I I I want people listen listen what 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 gay is doing would be the equivalent of if if my show got canceled tomorrow right and let's say it got canceled for low, low ratings WABC got rid of me because I'm African American no Dominic we gave you the opportunity you didn't deliver you didn't bring in the ratings that's not race Harvard gave this lady, Joe, an opportunity, excuse me, the opportunity of a lifetime. 
when, if we're going to be honest about this, all of America knows this lady was not qualified to be the president of Harvard University. But they gave it to her. Harvard wanted to say, look at us. Look at us. We have a black president. Look, look, look. We have all this money in our endowment. We have a black woman running this. Well, it blew up in your face, Harvard, because the lady wasn't qualified. And hint, hint, she cheated, apparently, with the plagiarism, Joe, of her of her um, her uh, dissertation. Well, can you ask me one more question? Go ahead. Now, one thing I don't understand, okay? She's still going to make, what, close to $900,000 a year? Yes, and she's entitled to that. She's entitled to that. Right. What exactly does tenure mean? Tenure means that, and that's a great question, Joe. It means that you've been around for X amount of years. Normally, it's a long time. You've passed through the body uh, at, at the local level at the university that re- that requires you go before them to 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 gain tenure. And once you gain tenure, it's almost the equivalent of like going to the Supreme Court. That that's what tenure. Wow. It, it's. It, you've got you've got to go slap the president of the institution three times and then do something else for them to get rid of you. It, it's it's like the best way I can explain it is that it's almost like tenure to the Supreme Court. They can't get rid of wow. you. And so apparently, Miss Gay, I, I didn't know that they made this much, but as a department chair, that this is incredible. I've heard of department chairs making 150, 175. 200,000 dean maybe 250 apparently apparently the department chairs at Harvard clock some $800,000 I still find that very hard to believe and so she was a department chair so that's what her salary was as a tenured professor who happened to be the department chair so you can't take that away from her she has to get the money whether we like it or not it is what it is she's going to get it but now for her to stand around talking about racism is simply disgusting. It's absolutely now, disgusting. L- last point, Joe. Go ahead. Then I have to move on. Well, no, the thing is, though, trust me, WABC is not getting rid of you. Trust me. Don't well, worry thank about you. that. Well, th- no, I, I was trying to give an example. I, yeah, no, that was I the know. example that I, came off the top of my head. Yeah, I know. Don't worry about it. We, we all love you. Don't well, thank worry about it. You. you ain't going nowhere. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Joe. Thank you so much for the uh, for the call. Let's go to Bert. Bert is calling from, let's see, from California. Bert. How about Castro Valley, California? I listen to you every night. I like the fact that you are so empathetic. You listen to your callers. You're the best, Well, Dominic. thank you. That's very kind of you to say thank I you. I love you. Here's the question. Um, migrants... Here in California, they do the hard work. They're the roofers. They're the people that do all the home remodels. They're the people who, um, you know, pave our roads. They're the hard workers. And we don't have a migrant problem necessarily where I'm calling from, Northern California. But I'm wondering why you're dissing migrants who do the heavy lifting. We need them. Well, uh, let me let me say this, Bert. One, thank you for your call. It's very very kind of you. And you see, you did this, Bert, in a way that's professional. You, you you and it doesn't mean necessarily praising me, but you were very pleasant. And then you went on to say that you disagree with me, Dominic. Why are you doing that? And you know, and and I can respect that, Bert. I really can. 
the reason why the reason why uh, I say what I say about migrants here is because one, Bert, and let me ask you this question: one, I hate. I mean, I absolutely hate to have a question answered with a question. Have you ever noticed? I don't. I don't know if you're married, Bert. Uh, are you married? Uh, over forty years. Over Keep forty on going. years. Okay. So you ask a question of your spouse. And boom, here she comes with another question for you. Not answering your question. Let's just get to what she wants to talk about. But Bert, but Bert, so it's okay for them. Let's say they're the best workers in the world, right? Let's say we'll we'll concede that for argument's sake. It's okay for them. They are, by the way. Okay, but it's okay for them to skip the immigration line ahead of all the people that came here illegally and just come here and just freeload off the people of New York City and make sure they don't go to any other destination because they know that New York is a sanctuary city and for right now they're entitled to free housing. You don't have a problem with that? Well, I don't have necessarily a problem with that because what I do recognize is that they know everything. I mean, we've had remodel a remodel in my home these guys from Central America, South America, Mexico, they know everything about elect- electrical, um, paving, drywalling. They know everything about, that, about that, let's say, remodeling but, but, a home. But, but, but that, so, that, Bert, so that's an we, assumption. That's an assumption. And I, I hope that they're right in your case, right? But it's work at your home thus far. We don't know what the future holds as far as electrical and so on. But please continue. Well, can I ask you another question? Do you mind? Go ahead. And then I need to move on. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Why are you supporting Trump when this guy invited um, Kanye West and Nick Fuentes to anti-Semites to his home in, in Mar-a-Lago? I mean, can we, can we trust Trump for being pro-Israel, pro-Jewish, when he invites two Jew haters to his Mar-a-Lago home. I need to ask you that question. That, that's hopefully okay. I'm not off topic. No, 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 no. That, that, that's okay. But you do know I, I have a, a question for you. And I can answer your okay. question. But I have a question for you, right? So, so you said, how can I support Trump when he met with Kanye West and, uh, and this other gentleman, right? Nick Fuentes. Right, yeah, right, right. Okay. Yep, yep, okay, yep. okay. So... I, 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 what I'm trying to say is for every politician, I could point to something that's questionable. So how, how could African-Americans vote for Joe Biden when he was boys with the guy, the KKK? What, what's the difference? Well, he may have supported KKK many, many years ago. He's oh, them now. oh, Bert, because there's many. Right. I wouldn't support them now either if I needed the black vote. If I if I were Biden, I would say Black Lives Matter. Let me go in my basement. Black Lives Matter. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and I'm serious, Bert, about this. Hey, hey, hey. Um, uh, how are we gonna win this thing? Uh, Trump, Trump is ahead. We we got to beat this guy. How, how are we gonna win this thing? And I'm in my and in my basement. I can't debate. What are we gonna do? Uh, uh, get that black woman out of California. We're gonna make history. You're gonna be the right, but but but, Mr. President, Mr. Mr. Vice President, she called you a racist over the busing. Who cares? As long as I get to the White House, you see my point, Bert. Did that stop? Uh, yeah. Did that stop Biden from turning to Kamala Harris? What you know? Okay. What I'm about to say. Politics makes for strange bedfellows. 
right? That that's okay. just the way it is. That's just that's just the way it is. So so you want to point to Trump on this issue, right? But I and, and I've and I've told it. I'm not going to tell the story again because I'm sick of hearing the story. Trump has looked okay. out for my own daughter, right? So right. Trump Trump has done a lot of things. Uh, and and you know what, Bert? I wish that you in particular could have a beer with him or at least sit down because I guarantee you that after it was over, you would like him. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. And so you say, why did he meet with uh, Kanye West? Well, because all the rappers loved Donald Trump, and up until he decided to run for president, they many of them made songs about Donald Trump. The, the some of the biggest rappers in the game, right? So, so, so you say, why did he meet with Kanye West and this guy? But look at what he did. Trump didn't hide it. He pardoned Little Wayne. What about that? Well, my, yeah, okay. Well, I'm not sure who Little Wayne is. I don't listen to rap look, music. Look, okay, but, okay. okay. Little Wayne. Bye-bye. Little Wayne is just, and that's okay. Little Wayne is just as big, if not bigger, than Kanye West. It, it, the, the pecking order would be Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, and then Kanye West. And it was Donald Trump, right? What about the black right. woman that was doing all those years in jail? And Trump pardoned her. What about that, Bert? Okay, I can appreciate that. But the kind of the issue is, is um, would he be supportive of the Jewish plight fighting Hamas and Hezbollah and all the other uh, uh uh, let's say all the other uh, people who are uh, committed to s- destroying uh, Israel and the Jewish uh, Jewish state of Israel. I, I think I think he's already shown his firm commitment to the uh, people of Israel. And of course, I left out all the Democratic presidents talked lip service about ha- helping black colleges. Trump was the one that delivered. He he was the one that delivered. So it wasn't Obama. It wasn't Obama. It was Trump. So all I'm saying is just do me a favor, Bert. Look on sure. paper and make your own decision. But, but, but you have to check all of us. Your biases at the door. So if you say, oh, Dominic Trump, and uh, a good example that I use, Trump called the stripper a horse face, which he did. And said he would never date her because she's a horse face. Okay, right? Okay. That, that's what he said, right? So, okay. so, 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 so we don't, we don't like his language, right? But right. For, for every politician from Obama down, I could tell you some slick nonsense that they did. So I could point out, you could name them, and I could give you something that, that they did that perhaps uh, most of us would not agree with. But, Bert, I like the way you get down, man, so please don't be a stranger. Give us a call in the future. Bert oh, calling from California. I'm, I'm a fan of yours. I love oh, you. Well, I love thank the fact you. of uh, just all that you do out there. Well, thank you. I mean, you. Your, 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 your commentary is phenomenal, and uh, every 9 o'clock California time, um, I'm with you. Well, thank you, Bert. That's very nice of you. And uh, you and your family have a uh, a happy new year. Thank you so much. Let's go to let's go to T. Roy in Westchester. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Yeah. Good morning, Dominic. Can you hear me? Yes. Go right ahead, please. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So listen, a couple of things. Um, I I disagree with you when you mentioned Al Sharpton being the leader. You know, I got a lot of respect for Al. You know, I secured his hospital bed when he got stabbed. Okay, so so um, tell so, me tell me a bigger leader in the black community. 
a bigger leader in the yes, black yes. community for me? Yes, yes. For me? Period. Minister, Minister Farrakhan. Oh, come on. Come on now. But it, go to your next point. Farrakhan, yeah, I mean, Farrakhan is not even in the, even listen, in the, go ahead, go with your listen, point. If you, if you want to debate it, we could do it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let me put it to you this way. And you think I don't? Let me put it to I you this way. I from, from what he gets for me. Well, okay. And, and I, and I, and I can appreciate that. But you, you know, are like, like Jesus, like Jesus said, oh, uh, all I know, like the guy said about Jesus, all I know, I was blind and he made me see. Okay, well, well, that's, that's a good. Well, that, well, that's a good thing. But you know, uh, uh, some of the offensive comments attributed to Mr. Sharpton and certainly to Minister Farrakhan. But anyway, th that's debatable. You feel that Farrakhan is bigger. I, I say he's not even Sharpton. He's not even in in the category. Listen, but please Sharpton, continue. Sharpton, Sharpton has not even done what he okay, did. Okay, please continue with your point. What's your point? Look, my other my other point is in reference to the um, the um, the chairperson that got. Um, terminated from, from the Harvard. president the president of, the, the president. of Harvard now now granted listen they got there's a lot of non non-white non-black people right who, who who graduated from school and this was documented even back in the days they get these grades from these professors these false grades and then they get in they go into the world and they don't perform well Right, so we need to deal with that also. There's a wait, lot. Of wait, 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 wait. I, I don't understand the comparison that you're making. The comparison is we're complaining about this lady who who made a, a dissertation, right? So she wait, so so and, and so you're saying exactly what I thought, T. Roy. I want you to think about this. I want you to really mm -hmm. think about this. Harvard is considered the preeminent institution in America. That's not True. just that's not just another college. It is the best of the best of the best. And the lady apparently plagiarized not once, not twice, not three times, several times. Come on, man. You, you cannot say a person that may have done something to get by is the equivalent of the president of Harvard, what she's alleged to have done. And, T-Roy, on the point of, like I said, the Harvard kids are going to say, wait a minute. How dare you think you're going to kick me out of school when the lady that runs this place has cheated allegedly more than anything you can attribute to me? She had to yeah, go. I, she I, had to go. Yeah. I could compare it. You know why? Because you got a lot of people. It's you medical cannot, students. You cannot listen, compare. Listen, you okay, even students. if you have a medical, that's just a single doctor. That's, that's a. That's uh, uh, listen, life. you cannot compare a doctor to the president of Harvard University. Are you serious? I'm dead that's serious. That's life. And and what does that mean? So what? That's Hold a, on, that's, that's not, a, that's not life. That's is not, more a, important. not then as opposed to the president. You got to deal in the real world, T. Roy. Not not compared I, I to the president of Harvard University. Listen. Do you know listen, what their endowment is? Listen, that's academic. I'm talking about life. What's more important okay. in life, Dominic? Okay, T. Roy. You want to have a philosophical discussion. And you need to have it with someone else because to compare a sole doctor, medical doctor, to the no, president, many doctors, many doctors. Okay, to many. compare to compare many doctors to the president of Harvard University is ridiculous. I'm sorry, T. Roy, with, with much I, love. I, 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 I disagree. Life okay, is okay, but see, but see, the last point. See, I got you. Okay, it's got to be quick. Go ahead. I got you. My, my my last point is in reference to um uh. The, the migrant situation. Okay, go ahead. I mean, is, isn't, isn't New Jersey a sanctuary state as well? 
I, I thought it was, but I'm not exactly sure. They certainly don't have the housing uh, issues that that New York does. What's your well, point? You, you could take some of it. What was you could so, take some of them? That's ridiculous. Come on, T. Roy. If you're the governor of New Jersey and you said that, you would lose your reelection no. bid. Listen, they they dropped them off. Do there. you think? Why do you think they're dropping them off there? Because they can't legal. Come on, man, T. Roy. Come on. If you were the governor of New Jersey and you went out there talking that crap, you would be the governor for maybe one more day. If you went out there, if you don't think the people of New Jersey see how New Yorkers are being hard hit and how budgets are being cut for these migrants, if Murphy jumped out the window and said, oh, I'll take half of them, the voters would say, bye, bye, Governor Murphy. The the name of the game is the state. T-Roy, you got to understand politics, man. When you come to me, you got to come correct. Thank you for the call. And you got to understand politics. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The name of the game. Yes, it's about right and wrong. But the name of the game is to get elected and stay in office. There is no politician in America that will say, uh, just look at New York State. Do you see any of the other politicians saying, hey, Mayor Adams, uh, maybe one or two because they want the money, but... Mayor Adams, send them on over here. Do you see any other official? Of course not. Because because there's, if you do that, there's going to be a rebellion with your base, and you will be a one-term mayor, a one-term county executive. It will be bye-bye. Your opponent in the race, the commercial would start like this. Erie Music, he welcomed migrants to Erie County. And now look at our county. We will be right back, folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. All the lines are lit up, but I want to read a uh, tweet I'm looking at right now. And we're going to free a line just for you, Helen. So I'm looking at Helen Burrell's uh, tweet. And I get these tweets three to four times a week from different people. And Helen says, hi, Dominic. I look forward to your program each weeknight for your varied subjects and your passion about them. Yeah, I do have a lot of passion, don't I, Helen? But I wish you had a variety of callers. The same people every night on your show also get too much of your time. It's likely others on hold never get the chance to opine to you. Well, we we have a general rule, Helen, that if you make it to the queue here to me, right, you're going to get on the air. I, I try to get every call. So you see what I'm trying to say, Helen, is that people say they can't get through, but if you're not trying to get through, then you'll never get through. I will admit that it's very, very busy. I will admit that sometimes people are on hold for a very long time. I'm not proud of that. I I take pride in getting as many calls as humanly possible. And by the way, a programming note, Curtis Lee and myself will be, uh, on the morning show in the morning at uh, 6 a.m., 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. this morning. And so we hope that you will join us. But but you know what, Helen? I, 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 I've I done this from time to time. 
The number is the number I always give out, 800-848-9222. And, Helen, if, if you call us right now, I, within the next two minutes, I will take your call. Some people are very smart about it. They'll just keep dialing until they get through. The moment I get in the chair, there are already calls <laughs> ready to go for the program. So, but, but you know, you want to opine. So, so let's do this, Helen. You can give us a call. I'm going to, right now, I'm going to clear one of the lines and, and, uh, but see, Helen, if you don't call right away, somebody else is going to take that line. So if you call right now, Helen Burrell, you will get on the air, right? You see somebody already took the line. So you have to call right away. Okay. So I'm going to try and leave that line clear for you, Helen, for at least three to four minutes. And if you call, you will get on the air right now, right here, live. Let's go to Mimi and Queens. In the meantime, good morning, Mimi. You're on Talk Radio Hi. 77 good WABC. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. I really enjoy your show. Well, thank you. I'm talking about the other two presidents of the college of MIT. They were white. They were. were Pennsylvania College. They were white. You're correct. Obama didn't help them. Well, that, so that, but, but that, that's up to him. I mean, we can't blame him. No, no, but, I'm just saying that. The other two are white, and she's black, and they're they're saying it's a racist situation. Right. Well. 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 I mean, you 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 knew Mimi. I mean, you you can't get upset about this, Mimi. It's it's politics, right? Uh, it, it's it's uh, politics. Um, again, uh, Reverend Chopton is the leader of Black oh, America, yeah. but he is dead wrong on this one. Dead wrong. He called the Jewish religion a gutter religion. And he had Tawana Brawley. He put uh, feces on her. I, I don't respect him. Well, he didn't put feces on her, but 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 I but I understand he your point. Now, I, 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 I don't I don't want to I don't want to have a debate about Sharpton. I'm only telling you that whether you like it or not, he's the leader of Black America. And um and and but on this one on this one with the Harvard president, uh, he's yes. dead. He's dead wrong. He, he's dead wrong. But Mimi, of thank you so much. Thank you so much for the call, and thank you for the kind words, Mimi. Helen, wait, wait. You got to call because if you don't call, the next person is going to eat that line almost like a Pac Man immediately. Let's go to David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Yes. Good morning, and I'd like to just mention to your caller. It takes me. I have to call like twenty times, sometimes thirty times, over and over and over, hit and redial to eventually get through. So don't think you just call once it's busy and yet give up. So that that's what it takes. Now, regarding Al Sharpton, the voice of black people, it's like having Mr. Magoo for your driving instructor. Now, let me just mention. But, but David, white- but David, David, let me just say this. Black people don't see it that way. So you, you can call it whatever you want. Black people don't see it that way, and that's not going to change. But go ahead. Oh, I know. I'm not denying that he isn't the voice of black people. I'm saying that's very sad. Um, <clears throat> now, first of all, the, the leader of Penn, she was a white lady. And she, she walked the plank first. Yeah, she stepped off right away. Was a racist when she left? You know, uh, secondly, was it a racist attack when Claudia Gay was appointed president? They chose her. There was no opposition. Bill Ackerman didn't complain. He only started to complain 
once she defended anti-Semitism. You are correct. When, when Claudia Gay was asked, is it bullying harassment to call for the killing of Jews? She didn't say yes. Just say yes. What point are you trying to prove? So then if you're going to defend anti-Semitism as the president of Harvard, then Bill Ackerman wanted her out. And thirdly, it was about 50 incidents of plagiarism. Now, if the student plagiarizes once, he's kicked up, he or she is kicked out of Harvard. So certainly the president has to be held to the same standard. Imagine you would get kicked out for plagiarizing, but here's the principal, the president plagiarizing 50 times. The only racism was her getting appointed because she wasn't qualified. Here's what Al Sharpton and black people should be saying. Oh my gosh, Harvard, just when blacks are trying to hey, move hey, up and David, get appointed. David, David, be, be careful about that. You really shouldn't be telling black people what to say. That, that's offensive. But 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 go well, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Well, then here's go ahead. what maybe I'll sharpen. Okay. Listen, um, you know, here we have a chance to move and progress, and we're going to put a black person in there, and this person wasn't vetted properly. Correct. Correct. And, and, now, um, now, there's no know, denying so that. that. There's no denying and, that. Somebody and dropped so, the ball. I don't know if it was the pressure from Obama. The lady was not qualified. Hey, David, nobody can take you to task on that. You are dead on accurate. Dead on accurate. Yeah. She wasn't qualified. Yeah. What part of that are you missing in the equation? Protest that. Say, 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 uh, uh, Cla Claudine, whatever her name is, President Gay. You weren't qualified. You got us out here protesting for you, and you didn't have the qualifications to even be the president of any other institution. Right? And, and we're talking, so you're correct about that, David. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, call. Let's go to Deborah in New Jersey. Good morning, Deborah. You're on Talk Radio Hi. 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Dominic, Hello. I want to address, how are you? Great. I want to address the caller from California that was talking about immigrants coming here with skills. They know how to do roofing and other jobs, maybe mm -hmm. plumbing. Okay, so does anybody remember about 10 years ago the big fire that happened in Edgewater, the Avalon building? That's what I, 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 wasn't, that? I wasn't talking specifically about that, but that's what oh, I was. No. But go ahead. Well, go okay. ahead. I have an example. That bill, I lived up the block from it, more towards the George Washington Bridge in Edgewater. That building went down because of a person, you know, I don't know. It was a guy, immigrant, who did not understand the language, did not probably comprehend. He was hired to work on uh, the plumbing. He used a torch and he burned the whole building down. And he burned the building down with animals in there while people were at work. And that's because he did not comprehend. He did not understand. And that's an example of cheap labor. Yes, you could get a lot of these people to do cheap labor, but they do not understand. And guess what, it's Deborah? These days, it ain't that cheap. These days, it ain't it that cheap. Now, but no, it is for the guy that hires them. It's not cheap for you to pay out of your pocket. I agree. But the guy that hires these people, I'm going to give you an example. They drive around the towns. They go to Palisades Park. They go to Richfield, Richfield Park. They look for the guys that are on the side of the road. They pick them up in the morning, and there's your cheap labor. And that's what happened in Edgewater. I just want to let you know, 100%. It was in the paper, and there is a lot of cheap labor around here. 
Yes, a lot of them do good work. They paint, they do roofs. But that is a terrible example. They don't speak the language. They speak broken English. They don't comprehend. They don't go to vocational schools. So they do not come here knowing what, what to do. They're taught. So it goes on both sides. The guy that hires them is just as guilty. But that's a terrible example of, yes, oh, they know how to work. No, they don't even speak the language. And that's a ter that's an example of it. And people paid the price. They lost all their belongings, and they lost a lot of animals in that building in Edgewater. Look it up. Okay. Well, Deborah, thank you. Thank you so much for the information. Before I take a break for the uh, Chronicles of Dominic Carter, let's go to Steve in Brooklyn. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hi, I guess I'm your Pac-Man tonight, first of all. <laughs> um, on the matter of the, the tenure and the dissertation, which the president got under obviously false pretenses because it was plagiarism, um, there is always a dissertation reading committee of supposed experts. And that you, you, in mentioning the tenure issue and getting the dissertation, you brought up another important issue, which is that the committee that should have been vetting her in the first place when she got her uh, doctorate failed to do the research into the background of the paper itself. They're supposed to be vetting. Somebody uh, failed in a big way. In a big way. I'm familiar with this because I have been on, on vetting uh, on dissertation committees. And um, we are supposed to, when we are the faculty of supposed experts, we are supposed to be telling and discerning whether or not the person is competent in the field, whether they are doing original work, and whether their citations are genuine or plagiarized. And every student at that university um, decades and decades ago would automatically have been thrown out and never gotten a degree. Of course. So the university is complicit in giving her the doctorate in the first place. You're correct, and thank and you for... And therefore, the tenure that, that she was given was, uh, was awarded under false pretenses, and therefore it should be invalid, and they should... Dis all other arguments should... They are trying to forget about the history of her dissertation and her advancement academically. You're right, Steve, uh, but now this is going to become one big race thing where where Claudine Gay is a victim. She's making uh, $900,000 a year at a minimum, plus residence, plus great benefits. Plus, remember now, when you're the president of an institution, especially Harvard, her entertainment budget has to be, I'd say, three, $400,000. That's, that's outside of her salary. I don't even think that includes alcohol. Remember, she has a full staff to take care of her residents. Now, that's not just her. That's any Ivy League president. That's any president, you know, locally in New York City, New Jersey, Connecticut, but at the, at the Harvard level. And then she gets the travel uh, uh, upgrades and the bonuses and on and on and on. But now, but now she is a victim of racism. Cry me a river. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter coming up right after this break. WABC. Talk Radio 77 WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie says that Nikki Haley is so ambitious she would eat glass for the chance to be Donald Trump's running mate in the race to beat President Joe Biden in the presidential election. 
Christie claims he spoke this weekend with an unnamed South Carolina politician who knows her really well, and that person suggested Haley would jump at the chance to join Trump's ticket. And again, he appeared on The View. Give DeSantis credit for this. He said he would not take vice president under Trump under any circumstances. I've said I wouldn't take vice president under Trump. Nikki Haley won't say it. And I talked to a politician in South Carolina this weekend and knows her really well. And I said, am I reading this wrong? And he said to me, Governor, she would eat glass to get the vice presidential nomination under Trump. That's how ambitious she is. So listen, look, I'd be happy to support someone who had two traits. They had a better chance of beating Trump than I did. And they were actually willing to campaign against Trump. And maybe he's honestly, unwilling to no, say it. And guess what, Governor Christie? You'd be right in line behind Nikki Haley with the broken glass ready to swallow it if you had the opportunity to be on the ticket. Stephen Manhattan, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Go right ahead, please. So I'm calling uh, the comments earlier about uh, the Miss President from uh, Ms. Gay from uh, Harvard. Uh, it's kind of funny and ironic that, you know, she's complaining now that she's getting threatening phone calls and comments are made and she's really offended and scared from it. All she had to do was she was in the Congress hearings is say that it's not OK for a call for genocide of Jews. How are the students supposed to feel? She's one person who did what she did um, and got her comments. And also now she's getting phone calls and emails. And she feels threatened. This is the whole DEI process that it is, is we have to make everybody who feels threatened on their safe spaces, make everybody feel in the inclusion. This is not what our country is about. And it's sad that it got to this point that all she had to do was say something that made sense. It's like, no, it's not okay to call for genocide against Jews, anybody. It's not well, good. But, 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 but Steve, but, but, no, 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 no. Steve, it's not that simple. It's not that simple. All right. It looks that simple, but it's really an illusion. Right. It's an illusion when those three presidents are standing up there testifying. So the hundred oh, percent, Dominic, this is this is what the kids are bringing. This started with the free pre-K for all 20 years ago no, no. when you weren't allowed to have no, any no. religious articles in the classrooms. You had to teach that. No, no, curriculum. no, no, so no that, that, that's not that's then. not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the political process. You have to remember, if you think that any of those presidents was just sitting up there talking, then I got a river to sell you. They were coached. They were coached by the same law firm. 100%. And so so it's not just her. See, somebody like me, I would have said, I don't care what you're telling me to say, and I don't care how much you got paid to, to advise me. I am not going to get up there and say that. But also, Steve, we don't know. Well, that's because that's because you're Dominic, and Dominic is uh, following around the country okay. because of the well, person you. you are and well, the values you. you stand but for. But thank you. But thank you. But also, we don't know what the board wanted her to say. See, we don't know if she was towing the company line for the board. She's the fall Listen, guy. You got, but 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 and then but, you have your friend Al Sharpton now, who's who? Let's see, started his career with Toronto and Borley on a fraud. He didn't start. He didn't start. He didn't start. He didn't start his career with Twana Broly. But go ahead. And then he started the Crown Heights programs where Yanko Rosenbaum was stabbed and killed. He says, go get the Jews. So this is a man who built his career. Yes, in the past couple of years, he's trying to polish his image uh, so he can do stuff. But you know what? You can, he's still the, in a wolf's clothing. He's still the same person. Unfortunately, when he'll never let a disaster or a bad incident go to waste. 
It's always about the bottom line, I, the I, money in I, the pocket. I, I, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to uh, defend Mr. Sharpton. He can do so himself. I just think he's making a mistake uh, uh, protesting uh, on on this one. On, on this one, uh, she wasn't qualified, period, to be the president of Harvard. 100%. It started out, the college said that they knew about three incidents. They're up to 50 different incidents of plagiarism. How many do you need? And as, and like the gentleman said earlier, that if you know if that's the case, she her tenure is invalid because it's based on corruption and fraud and 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 uh, the paperwork should she submitted, which and, is forgery. And what's what's very thank you for the call, Steve. What's very crazy about the whole situation, the the woman that she allegedly plagiarized is the woman that now maybe she was too old for what Harvard wanted. But that's the woman that should have been interviewed by Harvard to be the president, the woman that she uh, allegedly plagiarized and the woman that she allegedly plagiarized. This woman has been quoted by the Supreme Court three different times. And so rather than uh, I understand that Obama apparently wanted uh, gay. So what? So what? That's what he wanted. So what? I understand, you know, he was, you know, he came from Harvard and all of that stuff in Columbia. I get it. But, Mr. President, sorry, we, we can't touch this one. She's not qualified. Sorry, Mr. President. Uh, she, she doesn't have it. Mr. President, listen, we, we did a background check on her. We can't jump out the window with this one, Mr. President. The lady is not qualified. It, it really is that simple. It really is that simple. Barry in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, it is so simple. It's right before our eyes. Where is the integrity? Where is the integrity? This reminds me of the Justice Smollett thing. Why does the media eat these things up? Because it's color. It's race. That's that's what it is. Now the guy that's replacing her was a provost or whatever big the shot provost. in the med- in the medical school division. Yes, and they have a they have a file tape of him where he's saying that he is glad that he lowered the bar for other students to get in because at the end of the day, it's all a positive thing. Now, when somebody puts a scalpel to your skull, I want you to think about that. Well, Barry, I hear you. Everybody should be qualified, but 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 there is something to say to be said for when you have diversity on a college campus. It benefits everyone. It benefits the black kids like myself that came straight out of the projects, right, and went upstate New York, and I was like maybe one. Out of one out of 100 black students on a campus with 10,000 white kids, it benefited me. It benefited the white kids. I tell the story all the time. Ted Demi, right? Uh, and Google the name Ted Demi. So I wanted to be on the college radio station, and I'm gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you straight. Ted came to me, a white guy, and and Ted said, "I want you to teach me how to be black. I want you to teach me how to be cool." And I'll teach you how to qualify to get on the campus radio station. I said, bet, Ted, we became boys, right? Now, here's why this is important. So this is right as Madonna's about to take off 
up until that time, you, her music was considered risque up in Cortland, New York. You just didn't play it. And so there's a point to this, Barry. And so Ted helps me out. I get on the college radio station. I help Ted out, right? Ted goes on, and he's very interested in rap music. Rap music was just starting. This white guy goes to MTV that asked me to teach him to be black, to teach him to be cool, and he starts at MTV, Yo MTV Raps. Yo MTV Raps takes on the entire world. Ted Demi, he never told me that his uncle was Jonathan Demi, the the director. Ted Demi goes on to direct uh, the, uh, the Hollywood movie Blow, he did three or four movies until he died untimely um, at a young age, uh, messing around with drugs. But so there's a benefit. There's a benefit. That's all I'm saying, Barry. There's a benefit. Thank you for the call to having kids of color on campus. There's a benefit to the white kids for having kids. It's a melting pot. But, but, but you have to be qualified. And especially, especially at Harvard. Because Dr. Gay, here's the truth. When Reverend Sharpton is out there protesting in, 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 what, 11 hours? Here's the truth, Dr. Gay. You want it straight? Here it is straight. You embarrassed us. Period. There's no other way to put it. You absolutely embarrassed us. But the person that doesn't embarrass me is the man to my left, and that is Frank Marano. I wish my wife could say the same. <laughs> Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning. Uh, how are you, man? Good to see I'm you. Good. I can't believe uh, Mr. Demi never put you in one of those movies. Can, I, and I'm pissed off about yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen other, uh, you know, yeah, anchors I, of your no, renown I, yeah, in yeah, movies. Real, playing I'm, really, I'm pissed off because yeah. he should have put me in the movie. Exactly. He probably right? gave you a role to pack your... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I went to, um, I went to uh, Guantanamo Bay, Cuba with Ted and his uncle. How was the waterboarding? <laughs> they didn't do that while okay, we were there. Okay. What do you have coming up this morning? All right. Um, I We got a lot of great stuff. Well, a lot of interesting stuff, I should say. We're going to get into what exactly these Epstein documents say. There's a lot of curiosity about them. A lot of criticism of, of all people, Aaron Rodgers. Some fascinating new news out of the Middle East and on the presidential race. We're going to get into that with Brian Kilmeade and uh, a whole lot more. It's going to be an action-packed four hours. I look forward to it, folks. Remember what I said, Ted, Ted Demi. Look him up. He went to SUNY Cortland, same time that I was there. We helped each other. Folks, see you at 6 a.m. with Curtis Lewa. Keep it right here for the other side of midnight.